Good evening, everybody. January 22nd, 2018. Welcome to the Good Vibes Podcast. I am your host, The Psycho Man. And I am here tonight to talk to you on this very special edition about a book that I find and just hold very near and dear to my heart. It's one of my three or four favorite books that I've ever read, and I've read hundreds and hundreds of books. And I want to share with you just a little piece out of it tonight that could be very helpful to you. This book is by an author named Napoleon Hill, and the book is called The Law of Success in 16 Lessons. Now, a great number of people have probably heard of the book that he has done called Think and Grow Rich, which I've read that book five or six times anyhow. But this book is actually an an extended, almost unabridged version of that. So this is going to have a lot of lessons and and stories in it that Think and Grow Rich does not. So I would highly recommend either book, but if you were absolutely going to pick one, I truthfully would pick The Law of Success in 16 Lessons. And what I'm going to teach you about a little bit tonight is your six most dangerous enemies. And what this is, is this is going to talk about the six biggest fears in the world that human beings have and uh, what you're looking at when you deal with those. And sometimes just fixing a lot of things in your life is knowing the truth. So I'm gonna get ready to start on that right now and let's go to your six most dangerous enemies. The six specters of fear are labeled. Number one, the fear of poverty. Two, the fear of death. Three, the fear of ill health. Four, the fear of loss of love. Five, the fear of old age. And six, fear of criticism. Every person on this earth is afraid of something. Most fears are inherited. In this essay, you may study the six basic fears which do the most damage. Your fears must be mastered before you can win in any worthwhile undertaking in life. Find out how many of the six fears are bothering you, but more important than this, determine also how to conquer these fears. The purpose of this course is to help those to throw off those deadly enemies. Observe that the six characters are at your back, where you cannot conveniently always see them. Every human being on this earth is bound down to some extent by one or more of these unseen fears. The first step to be taken in killing off these enemies is to find out where and how you acquired them. They got their grip upon you through two forms of heredity. One is known as physical heredity, to which Darwin devoted so much study. The other is known as social heredity, through which the fears, superstitions, and beliefs of men who lived during the Dark Ages have been passed on from one generation to another. Let us study first the part that physical heredity has played in creating these six basic fears. Starting at the beginning, we find that nature has been a cruel builder from the lowest form of life to the highest. Nature has permitted the stronger to prey upon the weaker forms of life. The fish prey upon the worms and insects, eating them bodily. Birds prey upon the fish. Higher forms of animal life prey upon the birds and upon one another, all the way up to the line to man. And then men preys upon all the other lower forms of animal life and upon man himself. The whole story of evolution is one unbroken chain of evidence of cruelty and destruction of the weaker by the stronger. 
No wonder the weaker forms of animal life have learned to fear the stronger. The fear consciousness is born in every living animal. So much for the fear instinct that came to us through physical heredity. Now let us examine social heredity and find out what part it has played in our makeup. The term social heredity has reference to everything that we are taught, everything that we learn or gather from observation and experience with other living beings. Lay aside any prejudices and fixed opinions you may have formed, at least temporarily, and you may know the truth about your six worst enemies. And I'll start right now with number one. Fear number one, the fear of poverty. It requires courage to tell the truth about the history of this enemy of mankind, and still greater courage to hear the truth after it has been told. The fear of poverty grows out of man's habit of preying upon his fellow men, economically. The animals which have instinct, but no power to think, prey upon one another physically. Man, with his superior sense of intuition, and his more powerful weapon of thought does not eat his fellow man bodily. He gets more pleasure from eating him financially. So a great an offender is man in this respect that nearly every state and nation has been obliged to pass laws, scores of laws to protect the weak from the strong. Every blue sky law is indisputable evidence of man's nature to prey upon his weaker brother economically. Fear number two, the fear of old age. This fear grows out of two major causes. First, the thought that old age may bring with it poverty. And second, from false and cruel sectarian teachings, which have been so well mixed with fire and brimstone that every human being learned to fear old age because it meant the approach of another and perhaps more horrible world than this. The third of the six basic fears is the fear of ill health. This fear is born of both physical and social heredity. From birth until death, there is eternal warfare within every physical body. Warfare between groups of cells, one group being known as the friendly builders of the body, and the other as the destroyers, or disease germs. The seed of fear is born in the physical body to begin with. As a result of nature's cruel plan, of permitting the stronger forms of cell life to prey upon the weaker. Social heredity has played its part through lack of cleanliness and knowledge of sanitation, also through the law of suggestion cleverly manipulated by those who profited by ill health. I think we know who that is. Fear number four of the six basic fears is the fear of loss of love of someone. This fear fills the asylums with insanely jealous for jealousy is nothing but a form of insanity. It also fills the divorce courts and causes murders and other forms of cruel punishment. It is a holdover handed down through social heredity from the Stone Age when man preyed upon his fellow man by stealing his mate by physical force. The method, but not the practice, has now changed to some extent. Instead of physical force, man now steals his fellow man's mate with pretty colorful ribbons and fast motor cars bootleg whiskey and sparkling rocks and stately mansions and things of such. Man is improving. He now entices where he once drove. <laughs>
fear number five of the six basic fears, and this is a big one, the fear of criticism. Now just how and when and where man got his fear of this is difficult to determine, but it is certain that he has it. Think about it. The fear of, am I wearing the right thing today? Does my lawn look good? Am I driving the best car? What will they think if I say this? What will they think if I do that? Now I've changed this a bit from the book as it talks about top hats and women's dresses and things of that from back in the day. But when you read the book, you'll get the point. It comes across the same. Think about it, just even with clothing. The makers of clothing have not been so slow to capitalize this basic fear of mankind. Every season the styles change because the clothes makers know that few people have the courage to wear a garment that is one season out of step with what they are all wearing. If you doubt this, take a look at the cell phone industry. First, the big number five comes out. Then next year, the number six comes out. Nobody wants to be seen with number five. Then the year after that, number seven comes out. God forbid you ever be caught with number five, or number six even for that matter. So if you think about it that way, that's what I'm talking about. Crazy, crazy stuff. We feel like we're going to be criticized for everything. Speaking up, looking the wrong way, how's my house look, what kind of car do I drive, do I got the best shoes on, is my hair combed right, do I have the newest cell phone, newest computer, am I up on all the gossip, what will people think, what will they think if I do this. Think about it, fear of criticism. It's a big one. And fear number six, the fear of death. For tens of thousands of years, man has been asking the still unanswered questions. Whence and whither? The more crafty of the race have not been slow to offer the answer to this eternal question. Where did I come from? And where am I going after death? Come into my tent, says one leader, and you may go to heaven after death. Heaven was then pictured as a wonderful city whose streets were lined with gold and studded with precious stones. But if you remain out of my tent, you may go straight to hell. Hell is then pictured as a blazing furnace where the poor victim might have the misery of burning forever in brimstone. No wonder mankind fears death. Now I'm not saying any one religion's right or wrong or anything of that nature, but when you tell a story like that, is it any wonder? That that's the way we think, that we fear death? Think about it. So what does it all mean? Thanks to the schools and colleges, man is slowly discovering these six enemies. The most effective tool with which to fight them is organized knowledge. Ignorance and fear are twin sisters. They're generally found together. But for ignorance and superstition, the six basic fears would disappear from man's nature in one generation. In every public library may be found the remedy for these six enemies of mankind, providing you know what books to read. Begin by reading The Science of Power by Benjamin Kidd, and you will have broken the stranglehold on most of your six basic fears. Follow this by reading Emerson's essay on compensation. Then select some good book on auto-suggestion or self-suggestion and inform yourself on the principle through which your beliefs of today become the realities tomorrow. Mind in the Making by Robinson will give you a good start towards understanding your own mind. And then read The Law of Success in 16 Lessons by Napoleon Hill. I would highly recommend this. 
through the principle of social heredity, the ignorance and superstition of the dark ages have been passed on to you. But you're living in a modern age. On every hand you may see evidence that every effect has a natural cause. Begin now the study of the effects by their causes and soon you will be emancipated in your own mind from the burden of these six basic fears. I always suggest studying men who have accumulated great wealth or some type of success or happiness and find out what the cause of their achievements are. Henry Ford's a good subject to start with. In a short period of 25 years, he figured out how to whip poverty pretty quickly and made himself the most powerful man on earth of his time. There wasn't no luck or chance or accident back of his achievement. It grew out of his careful observation of certain principles which are as available to you as they were to him. Henry Ford was not bound down by the six basic fears. And make no mistake about this, if you feel that you're too far away from Ford to study him accurately, then begin by selecting two people whom you know are close at hand, one representing your idea of failure and the other corresponding to your idea of success. Find out what made one a failure and the other success. Get the real facts due diligence as I said in one of my podcasts check it out in the process of gathering these facts you will have taught yourself a great lesson on cause and effect nothing ever just happens everything from the lowest animal form that creeps on the earth or swims in the seas on up to man is the effect of nature's evolutionary processes evolution is an orderly change no miracles are connected with this orderly change not only do the physical shapes and colors of animals undergo slow, orderly change from one generation to another, but the mind of man is also undergoing constant change. Herein lies your hope for improvement. You have the power to force your mind through a process of rather quick change. In a single month of properly directed self-suggestion, you may place your foot upon the neck of every one of your six basic fears, and within 12 months of persistent effort, you may drive the entire herd into the corner where it will never again do you any serious injury unless you allow it to do so. You'll resemble tomorrow the dominating thoughts that keep you alive in your mind today. Plant in your mind the seed of determination to whip your six basic fears and the battle will have been half won then and there. Keep this intention in your mind and it will slowly push your six worst enemies out of sight as they exist nowhere except in your own mind. The man who is powerful fears nothing. The powerful man loves God, but fears him never. Now I want you to think about this today, folks. This is not a religious lesson by any stretch of the imagination. This is just a practical instruction for living. Definitely check out this book. Read great books. Learn from everywhere. This is just one way to look at it. But what does it all mean? We all have fears and doubts and concerns no matter what part of our life we're in. We have to decide how we're going to take that and what we're going to do with it. And we have to make sure that we educate ourselves so we don't allow them to destroy this great thing we got called life. I want to thank you for this very deep talk tonight here on Good Vibes with the Psycho Man. Everything I say is intended for good vibes, so always keep that in mind. I love you all out there and I hope you have a great and wonderful evening. This has been Good Vibes with the Psycho Man. I'm your host, the Psycho Man, and I'm out.